a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Footy Talk Journos edition, Adam Peacock, back alongside two regular cohorts in Danny Wadler from Nine News and the Sun Herald. What have we got, Daniel, this week? I'm getting carved up by Chammy for something that happened on Instagram. Fantastic. Can't wait for that. And Chammy, you Michael deserve Chambers. it after you carved up poor old Fox writing that his future is in jeopardy. <laughs> you hear all about that. Here we go. Footy Talk Journos edition, back together again. Danny House thinks. It's so nice to see you, Adam. I've mm. missed you. What about the guy Who? sitting directly opposite you? <laughs> I, I, I forgot my Mortine. Is that what you use for Mozzies? <laughs> Michael Chamois. Chammy, how are you, mate? I'm a bit busy, actually. What are you doing? Oh. I'm scrolling through comments, some uh, Here we go. Facebook page about rank this journalist, and it's Widler today. So I'm just going, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm just going through comments okay. and having a look. I'll screenshot them for later. Hey, we, we're, are we open about, with that, are we? We're, no, no, no. Oh, we're going to tease okay. it, and we're going to have it at I'm the end. So high people high on this podcast are just going to go skip, 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 skip to the last <laughs> five minutes. Can you do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can, you can. Can you teach me how to do that? Well, so that's what I, I did. skip past Chammy's He skips bits. when I talk. Yeah, no, exactly right. When I was away, I just listened to the front and the back. And didn't listen to the middle when you two did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> the front how, of the how do you think Chammy went as a host, yeah, by the yeah. way? Ah, uh, he, he, keep chipping away at it, pal, and you, you'll get there. <laughs> is that, I need some work. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. Is that because of the answer? Well, no, the problem is oh, oh, when you're the host, you can't really answer all the questions. And you were asking questions and answering at the same time. But that's what goes on in his head all the time yeah, as well. Enough. I have a conversation with myself in my head a lot of the time, actually. <laughs> fair enough. How's the off-season trading you, gents? Or it, well, it hasn't existed so no, far? No, it doesn't. That's, that's a question I get asked most by people. Mm. What do you do in the off-season? We do the same as we did in the season. Mm. Try to find stories. It usually slows down a little bit. Uh, there's usually a scandal or two. And often you have to go on a tour as well, like follow – the Aussies around or go overseas, but Chammy's not allowed to tour because every time he does, he almost doesn't come back. Yeah, the well, private I, health insurance doesn't <laughs> cover him. So I, I actually try to work out what's happened to me on those trips. And the common denominator on those trips is that you've been there as well. <laughs> Hang on a sec. <laughs> Scumbag. Hang on a sec. I'm was starting, I, to, starting to work well, you out. He wasn't on the was, kangaroo tour. Was I on the kangaroo tour where you didn't make it back? Oh, yeah, that's true. That was Emma Lawrence. <laughs> that was your worst. I wouldn't want to know what's her, in her kit bag, uh, yeah. Emma Lawrence. Oh, yeah. That was your worst effort. <laughs> yeah, okay. Leave her out of it. She that, can't defend herself. That's another false Chammer story right there. <laughs> <laughs> you were in Townsville though, Danny. You got No, I didn't there. get to Townsville. Oh, you didn't? I went to Early Beach oh, with the kangaroos. <laughs> Sorry. And yeah. Drinking pina coladas by the pool. You don't drink. And I don't mm. swim in pools either. Really. Don't you? I like I the ocean. I don't swim in pools <laughs> I like either. the ocean. What a snob. What like, an eastern no, suburb snob. Hang on. I don't have a pool. If, if I was, a, if I had a pool, you could call me an eastern suburb snob and I was swimming in it. I like to go to the ocean. <laughs> well, the ocean's so all right water. down in Bondi. You're not, not so good there. Not up there with the crocs. No, and uh, there was apparently there was a croc around. Box jellyfish. His name's Michael. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but, um, no, box, yeah, stingers, no, I just. I just worked basically up there. How was it though? Because those two, and you've been on representative tours as well, it's very much a closure. They can control what they need to. So it's very hard to kind of a yarn falls out of the sky. So look, were you working your, your backside off or was it pretty look, crazy? Look, you have to, well, in TV, you know, you have to fill, fill a space obviously and we're just, at the start, we're just trying to get some yarns in the can to have ready to go out. But of the obvious yarn, which we couldn't get near, was Val Holmes. Mm-hmm. Like I requested him on day one of being there and they just said, no, Val's not going to speak because he's not playing this week. I mean, you're in the position where you probably could go up and bounce him, 
as he's walking to a team bus or to a team training, but you're going to be off with the entire group for the mm. rest of the trip. So you've got to, I guess, from our perspective, and you've got to just know what to go for and when you're on a tour like that. And I, I'd assume that Val will probably have a chat. He might talk to newspapers over TV. I don't know, but uh, if he's picked in this week's, uh, in the next game rather. Not playing this week. Yeah, in the, the following week. week yeah, yep. uh, then, then he'll... I'd, I'd imagine I'll have a chat about what went on. Interesting point that you make. When you're on these tours, you've got to make a judgment call as to whether, what's especially when, yeah, especially when you're actually staying in the same hotels as them, mm. what, what's actually worth mm. riding because you can get in a situation where they're, they're very, if you upset one of them, they all turn on you. You can be ostracized. Yeah, you can be ostracized. And yeah. I think last year there was, I think it was the World Cup and Reedy upset a few people. I think Reedy and I, we spoke to Harry Grant and he was quite scathing I think it was the the RLPA negotiation. He might have made a comment about mm. the amount of money they you know, should have earned or mm. what they and, and and it received plenty of backlash. And before we even wrote it, we actually said to him like, we pulled him aside before it came out and said, mate, this is going to cause you Bit of enormous grief. amounts of yeah. grief from the general public. You mm. think another footballer just whinging about their salary or whinging wanting more mm. money? You have to make calls sometimes on these trips and whether or not it's worth upsetting players. I think last year on the World Cup. I had a decision to make around Victor Adley. I'd gone out to the Samoan team hotel. Uh, Just this for was, fun or? No, no. This was, yeah, for fun. <laughs> I got at the Samoan team hotel. It was it was after they'd beaten England in the semifinal yeah. at Emirates. It was awesome. We went back and they went back to some, somewhere outside of Manchester. And the English team, after they'd lost, went back to the same hotel and stayed there because they mm. were based there for the camp. It was disastrous. It's where I found out, just speaking to people, that there was a there was a scuffle involving Victor Adley at one of the local pubs that night or mm. the night before. And I did some digging, tried to go around to the few pubs. You want to make sure you get all your information. And yeah, and I found out Victor Adley was involved in a, a fight with a guy named James Bentley who played for Ireland, who was in the Super League, who I later learned no one in the Super League likes this guy because all the comments were like from Englishmen saying Victor Adley's now our hero. He, can, oh, yeah. he, he gets a, and Victor was a, playing a for spot England. for life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Victor was playing yeah. for England. Look, their tournament was over. Yeah. But I... I thought you know, probably fair, that didn't fair that, story. It that happened. Didn't... No one denied that it didn't happen. He stuck up for the coach, mm. Sean Wayne, about something that James Bentley had said to him. And I wrote the story. I, I didn't count on the fact that on the way home on the plane, I'd be with Victor Adley's dad and brother on the same <laughs> flight. <laughs> awesome. so I just sort of stuck at the back where I but was. But you didn't and, bag Victor. No, I didn't bag Victor, but they wouldn't have been happy with it. But, but I felt as though that was a story that with the World Cup, he'd been in, involved in a range of issues on the field. And you know what Victor Adley's like is... He's someone who's wears his heart on his mm. sleeve, and in that situation, he got involved in trying to protect a, a co his coach. So I did. I, I did a um like a six week or so, eight, might have been eight weeks. I can't remember. Tour with the Kangaroos, one of their longer ones in recent times. Must be three or four or five years ago. I can't remember. And I was there with the the better MC Michael Carianis, <laughs> and we spent a lot of time together. We traveled like he didn't have a car, so we drove him. You know, with me, and my camo drove him around all of England. You know, it was fun to. Yeah. Spend time with them. And you sort of, you know what each other's doing a little bit. And that was interesting. We we sort of got through the tour. There was like, there wasn't a major issue um, that we knew of anyway. And then on the, on the day after they played their last test match, the morning after, we both got up early in the morning the next day 
and realised that Val Holmes had taken off for US football to go, to go play NFL. Bolted. We didn't get near it. Peter Bedell in Sydney got the story. And we're, we're sitting there in the hotel floor going, we look like a couple of real geese. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know Val was going. And we're going, what do we do? You, you know, can't get them all. Well, uh, just, yeah. just on Victor, he kind of blends into um, the next subject, eligibility. And obviously Victor chose to, to play for England last year at the World Cup. But are we still... Like as a general fan, I'm pretty confused about who can play for who and when the decision is made concrete. Like you, once you play for someone, you can't play for someone else. Well, they are. Know. They are playing for someone else. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. I would, I'd call it a fluid situation. Fluid. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to change a lot. We talk about this a lot too, Chammy, don't we? We talk about the eligibility and Mal yeah. blows up about it once a year. I, I wouldn't want for I wouldn't want Pacific Island players or Polynesian players to be denied playing where they feel they have, mm. where their heart is. And I think it's important that – I think it's actually the, – the issue with international football is the kangaroos are too good. Mm. And I, I don't mind – I know it's probably not the right thing to say, but I don't mind Australia being weakened by having players going and playing other nations. But it weaves into origin though. So you've got some players who can play origin and then yeah. go and play for a Pacific Island team. But can they play for New Zealand? Well, What's the rule there? Sam mm. Burgess never got to play Origin, for an example, or James Graham, because he was always English. Mm. Yeah, but, but they wouldn't have been able to play Origin anyway. Because it's where you play over, over 13, yeah, is that right? You have to it's play where you play your first, your first game. game when you're 13, after you turn 13. So, yeah, Fair they enough. wouldn't have been eligible to play. I think, and this is down on the run sheet a bit later, but I'm going to get to it now. Oh, this, you're just going rogue, are you? I ain't going rogue. Okay. That's what I do. Mm. So if you, you look, is that okay you, you mentioned you origin eligibility, right? I don't think I've got a choice because he's the host. So. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Didn't you hear yourself before? You said you don't learn when you're talking. Just listen and you'll learn something. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Did they say that on air or off air? Did I you said it off air. Yeah, so so yeah. For, the, for the listeners out there, that was an off air comment that Michael yeah. brought on It air. was an off air comment that I made after you big noted yourself talking about how you bought Larry King a coffee in LA. Hey, look. Chammy, if he was a boxer, he'd be happy to accommodate inside the, the ropes, but the bell would go and then you get outside and you're lying in the gutter and you continue the fight. Oh, yeah. just, he'll just bring it anywhere. Another racist comment. Okay, so <laughs> carry on. <laughs> the story, origin Chami. eligibility that I've got an issue with is Michael Maguire being what? the coach of New South Wales. No, no, this, this gets this to Adam's right, point. This is right off topic. Michael Maguire, coach of New Zealand and New South Wales, which – is being posed at the moment. Mm -hmm. So how does Michael Maguire, who has been fantastic in actually going out and trying to con convince people and, and recruit people to play for New Zealand based on where they're born or their mm. family's born, it's not straightforward. Some people are el eligible to play Origin and some people can also then play for New Zealand. You can't do both. Or you, but you can or, yeah. Yes, but this is the difference. But you though. can do both. You mm. can do yeah. both. If you play yeah. for – if you're a Tier 2 nation, yes. you can play Origin yes. and go play for a Tier 2 nation like Jerome Luai did last year and Stephen Crichton when they played for New South Wales and Samoa. But what you can't do is play Origin and then go play for New Zealand because New Zealand's mm. a Tier 1 nation. Yep. So Michael Maguire in his job as New Zealand coach goes out there actively trying to convince kids who are eligible for both or eligible for New Ze uh, Tonga or Samoa to pick New Zealand. How is that not a conflict of interest? Well, wait, so they're saying play for New South Wales? Yes. So Michael Maguire, who's yeah. he going to convince, let's say, so where is his any priority? Kid, Isaiah yeah. Katoa. Yeah. yeah. Young kid at the Gold Coast, at the, at the um, Redcliffe Dolphins. Played. Dolphins, mate, not Redcliffe. Sorry. He's, you know, Dolphins. Okay, we get it. <laughs> he's eligible to play for New South Wales and he's eligible to play for New Zealand. I'm with you here. Michael Maguire's been trying to get him for yeah. months to go and play for New Zealand. So now does he so say. So what does he do now? Yeah. And it's what about all the other kids coming It's a through? genuine conflict. I rang the New South Wales Rugby League about it and I said, do you have any issues with this conflict of interest? They blew up. It's no conflict. That's no crazy. No conflict. 
It, We've got no issue. It's a clear, it's a clear they conflict. They may have no issue, which is that's that's their prerogative. But to say it's not a conflict, mm. of course it's a conflict. He's conflicted as to who he's going to tell his players or the players to go and play for. He's recruiting for two two sets of bodies. So if I'm the New Zealand Rugby League and you're telling Isaiah Katawa to play for Origin, I'm going to have the shits with you. Yeah. And if I'm the New South Wales Rugby League and you're telling Isaiah Katawa to go play New Zealand, I'll be disappointed. And I know maybe it's not a good example because right now Isaiah Katoa is a mile off from playing Origin. But there are going to be kids over time who are eligible and this conversation is going to come, come up. And, you and know Michael Maguire can't do his job in both in both roles to, the, to his full capacity. And I think it's a broader issue for New South Wales Origin going forward. I mean, a lot of the players are going to make that choice, aren't they? Like, mm. And that's going to take away some of the depth or and some of the big stars that New South Wales could have. And then what else it does for New Zealand? Michael Maguire is telling them to play for New South Wales. It means they go play for Tonga and Samoa, which yeah. means they take on New Zealand. Chami, I do not say this lightly. And believe me, not lightly at all. I wholeheartedly agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you too. This bump for the boys. I'm not giving you one. Can we get, <laughs> can we get Peter Volandis on the phone to disagree with oh, you? No, no, let's no, get leave him alone. alone. No, leave no, him alone. No, no, leave him alone. <laughs> leave him alone. He's just on He's the Everest. sleeping after the Everest. Yeah. He's, He's still there, actually. Yeah. He's still <laughs> swinging, uh, like humming Sweet Caroline after 45,000 went to the Everest. Jesus, it was a good day. Did you get invited? Yeah. Did you get invited? Uh, no. Oh, good. What if he'd go? Well, he, I, just, he I didn't care if he went. I wanted to know if he got invited been, and I I've, didn't get an invite. I've been invited several times and I've got an open invitation, but I don't want to go. Oh, now you're, you're missing out on life. I just don't. I don't like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a punter. I don't love the races. Don't well, love lots you. of people. Anyway, I'm with you on that one. Thank totally you. Yeah, agree. You made sense. Yeah. It's oh, a problem. You should leave now. <laughs> Wait, what's the problem? You made sense. Drop peaked. It's all down You've actually made sense. Yes. And, and so, what, what do you think we should do? Oh, Start a with campaign. Madge or oh, <laughs> hang on, against Madge. Well, no. Well, you've already done that at the Tigers. No, don't be. But serious. it points to a broader picture. The whole thing's a bit of a mess because there is going to be a it time. Is a mess. Sure, with the back to the players, there is going to be a time soon where Samoa and or Tonga are going to be as good as New Zealand. And Australia and England, given the influx and given the quality of player that is playing in the NRL with Tongan or yeah. Samoan heritage, yeah, it's right. It's a no-brainer. But over in previous years, we played mid-season test matches. We've now eradicated mid-season test matches. Do you think that we should just say anyone can play Origin if you're eligible, and then you go play for whatever country you want? As long as it meets that criteria, if you've played fo your first footy was in Australia, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so Sam Burgess yeah. can't come over and play when he yeah. was, you know, 18. I think that, I think that would ruin. Origin. If yeah, but it, let's say someone like a, I don't know, Ronaldo Molotalo or so, I don't know, some, someone who's actually eligible to play for both, can they play for New South Wales and go play for New Zealand? Is that the right option? Who knows? If it doesn't if it doesn't mean you play mid-season test matches, you can do both now. But it's mm. just so confusing. There's got to be some clarity. Yeah, you've got to stand for something, don't you? Whatever we decide, yeah. it needs to make sure that the international games are strong as possible and not mm. it's not just Australia versus New Zealand because the best thing, being at that World Cup last year and seeing Samoa do what they did and Tonga mm. previously, mm. that's been the best thing for international I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, you saw those scenes in Port Moresby as well on the mm. weekend. The, the last couple of weeks, they froth yeah. over it as well. They got the business done against Cook Islands. Australia, too good for Samoa up there. In the north of Australia, 38-12. It's pretty flat, I thought the whole game. It's it's a hard one to like, like, latch onto this given, time of year, and I don't know. Like I, it just didn't feel like it was. Yeah, or maybe Australia and New Zealand be better. Um, I used to love the kangaroo tour, and I know it's never coming going to come back. But the eight to ten week kangaroo tour last done in ninety four, mm. but they played the midweekers as well. Yeah, mm. you see some bloke from Wakefield Trinity try and take off as <laughs> the the second stringer for Australia's head off in the yeah. first five minutes and in the end class well, tails. There but was talk of it coming back. I don't know how they do it though because mm. it's the end of the Super League season as well. 
So speaking of disappointing for Pierce, he couldn't get the uh, the chocolates to finish his career. Ten two was it? Ten two. Catalan's lost. Didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah, didn't see it. One try in the game. You would have been up by then. No, yeah, I, yeah. I would have been awake, but I just I forgot. Would have been lunchtime for him. Four a.m. kickoff. I get on more with Mitchell. He's a good man. He's yeah. come back now, is he? He's done. Done. Retired done. with a grand final Cooked. loss, unfortunately. Yeah. What's he going to do now? You reckon? I think he'll end up at the Roosters doing something. Yep. You know, like development or you know, get in their coaching pathway. He'll. Uh, Nick Politis will look after him, especially with the way that he exited the club when he did. Uh, yep. That didn't sit well with a lot of people, I think, including Politis in the end, because uh, he has a genuine love for Mitchell Pearce. So I think, I think people bag Mitchell Pearce, but he's in he's in the top ten good guys, nice guys. Oh, he's like, a terrific guy. Being the, you know, in terms of working with, I, I love Mitchell. Well, he's, he's tainted he's heavily by one major incident, yeah, which, which was a complete overreaction. Oh yeah, massive overreaction, mm. massive. Over- but like as a person to deal with, I found Mitchell Pierce. He's a, he's a tremendous he's a guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, he made look. He made some silly decisions in his career here and there, but who doesn't? Correct. Apart but from I, you, oh, I'm sure I did too. <laughs> but Origin as well. It just he just became the punching bag of New South Wales, and that yeah, was, unfairly. Well, unfairly because of the team they were playing against. Yeah. But if mate, if I was a club team, if I, I would love to have Mitchell Pierce as my absolutely. Heart, well, clubs were actually still interested in him up until yeah, recently. Tigers Your team, the, the yeah, Tigers. The yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait. He's got a little segment later in the show where he gets to talk about his team that he doesn't I know, support. He did, I know he did propose it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bring that up a bit later on. You've already gone off Rwanda. That's what I do as a host. I just. Do what I feel. Oh, I'm, I'm teaching Adam just to go with the flow. <laughs> I know you're hosting, but I'm showing him. He's listening. Back in the passenger seat, pal. Okay. One last one before we have a little breather. Some players, I think there was about four of them, Selwyn Cobo, Payne Haas, a couple of them that uh, didn't sing the anthem mm. for Australia. Now, obviously, things were a bit heightened on the weekend in a general political sphere sense, and mm. it feels like this is a tainted with politicism about the fact that maybe they don't sing it because they don't feel as connected. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying that that's the perception. Mm. How do you feel about it? I don't think we can tell people what to do. I mean, it's not a, we can't tell people that you have to sing an anthem. I know, I understand why people get upset by it. Your column on a Sunday is full of suggestions for people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we can't tell, I can't tell Chammy to sing the anthem if he doesn't want it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't. Hey, hey, but hey, you can hey, tell hey, him it's a bad look though. This. I don't, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if I felt that way. Mm. But I, I think that, when you when you look at it, you sort of you know it's going to cause a drama. Mm. It caught, but we've done this before with Jerome and a couple others in, in Origin. I think that we? was where they had yep. their, where they had their hands. I remember was they didn't Jerome, have their hands around each other. They were just standing there like. Oh, standing that was, there, was, yeah. that was No, there was an anthem blue. It was and Case. I might yeah. be wrong with mm-hmm. Jerome, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it was just drama about it. And yeah, the Blues didn't look good because they were standing shoulder to shoulder rather than yeah, hugging each other. Yeah, Jerome, Louis. I got no issue. And what they do in the lead up to a game, what they're thinking about, that's their. That's their decision. Can't tell those guys what to think. People want to tell them what to think. Yeah. So you can tell them, but they don't have to listen to us. Do you sing the anthem? I sing the American national anthem during the NBA finals. I love it. Where Where are you? Michael Wise. Because it's a great anthem. What in the lounge room at home? Yeah, I just I get I get goosebumps when they're all singing there. Do you sing the Norwegian national anthem as well? No, because I don't watch Norwegian basketball. Well, you're about as Norwegian as you are American. He feels American. I've spent some time in America, so probably more American than Norwegian. (laughs) So what? I've spent time there. I sing the English national anthem too. What? What? If it's a good anthem, I'll sing the king. I haven't sang it with the king yet, actually. I've only sang it with the queen. Do you sing the Australian national anthem? Yes, of course I sing the Australian national anthem. But why are you singing these other anthems? I don't know. They're cool. You just get – I just – You are an odd creature. I get goosebumps in that moment. You're seeing LeBron there. They're all passionate. They're singing. The crowd's going nuts. Star Spangled Banner. It's it's 
It's a cool moment. An anthem floozy. That's what he is. There's a stronger word for it, but I won't <laughs> use it on this podcast. If you use worse. <laughs> no, I won't use that word here. <laughs> That'll get the beep from producer Sammy. Do you sing it, Danny? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not passionate about it. Like I'm not. Some, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not the greatest I'm, anthem. Okay, in the in world. My, I'm not in my scale. lounge room singing the anthem. I'm sorry. No, yeah. No, no, no. But I, when, when I'm in a game. Yeah. Yeah, I'll sing along. I'm, I'm a terrible singer, so I don't sing very loud. You just, uh, I just like, sort of mouth it. Keep it yeah, you, but I don't, I, see, I don't sing it. I, huh. I, I love listening. When I go to, for instance, a World Cup or yeah. Olympics, I love listening to it. So to me, and I'm not saying this is the case with these guys who didn't sing it, mm. but that to me makes the hairs on the um, back of the neck stand up more so than singing it. Like listening to it and the enormity of it. But people are as patriotic or they don't get, whenever we're at a sporting event, the anthem isn't sung by the crowd. Oh. You know, the what, crowd you like know, do it, which one? Which, which, um, rugby do it well. Uh, rugby, I, I rugby know, also. Like we bag the, rugby. The football but, World Cup, they belt it out. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Like the, the World Cup semi-final, Australia-England, I've never heard an anthem sung like it, ever. That's when an Australian team's representing. I'm saying like in an NRL grand final. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People yeah. are, yeah, they're not as, like the no, Americans, like the Americans, America. you could play the anthem on a loudspeaker in a ground and Two kilometres away, yeah, probably yeah, people yeah. listening to it and yeah. wanting to stop and sing. So, so. when that when they sing it and they get the the R and B singer up and they hold that last note for about thirteen yeah, yeah, minutes, yeah. D- are you doing the same oh, in yeah, the lounge room? I'm holding it for as long as I can. Don't baby. they bet on that? Yes, they do. The Super Bowl, <laughs> they say, how long is the anthem going to go? Wow! But it's always a plunge because they rehearse it the day before. But, that, but it is a moment. You can hear it, it outside. The oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. There's something for you. Dan Ganane taught me that one. Okay. Hey. Sorry. Gamble responsibly. Back in a sec. <laughs> Guys, Josh Addo Carr, he's had already a rather flavoursome mm. off-season given what happened at the Curry knockout where there was a knockout that he was involved <laughs> with, literally. And then he, he posted something that, you know, the Middle East conflict that's going on and he linked it to Indigenous land rights, mm. which is how he felt at mm. the time. But he obviously got the tap on the shoulder from someone to say he just – he's off making mm. comparisons there. So he's he's had a meeting with um, Chammy's mate, Uncle Phil, Phil Gould, Bulldogs GM. Where's it at, well, Danny? Well, what are you hearing you've gone, about You've gone too far ahead. Firstly, there was a column written by Danny Widler saying there was – there were issues. Isn't that true? Yep. So the Bulldogs were off the Fox for so the I, I way he was saying that um, there are issues regarding Josh Adokar and the Bulldogs. His behaviour or his what his output is on the field. I think more behaviour. If you wake up on a Sunday morning mm. and Danny Wilder's written a column and Phil Gould's at your club, start packing your bags, baby. <laughs> start packing your bags, Fox. Well, they, the Robert Plant, huh? They had they Kiss had a, death, the Wilder column. They had a meeting, uh, and out of that meeting, basically nothing. Publicly came out of it, really, did it? I don't know. Publicly, it didn't. Mm. No. I don't like these meetings that you know they're going to happen before they happen. Yeah. Between player and yeah. <clears throat> both me getting emotional that. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my voice broke. Um, it's getting there. Look, I'd say there. I'd say everything's not smooth between the Bulldogs uh, and Addo Carr. Mm. Uh, there, ha- there was a meeting. Before that meeting, there was also another meeting that Phil Gould had organised with Peter Volandis. Uh, this was in the lead up to the Koori knockout where he organised originally for the Fox, his the Fox's partner, uh, Mario Tartek, his agent, to meet Peter Volandis with the view that Josh Adokar would have a future in rugby league as the face of Indigenous mm. players and become – because he's so popular, you know, his laugh is loved by all the kids. He, he's he, proud of it. Yeah. And so they thought – so Gus mm. – 
went to Volandis with that idea. Adokar was not, unable to attend that meeting because he, he went to the PNG Prime Minister's 13 game, yep. which he didn't play in, by the way. Um, but the meeting went ahead anyway. Then about a few days later, Adokar's having the, the knockout of the knockout, mm. which didn't impress people. No. And that has led to some, that's led to some tension. Mm. Um, because I think that Gus went out of his way to organise that meeting and try and provide Adokar with uh, some direction going forward. So they got no issues with what what happened during the season in terms of his output. Well, I don't know uh, if his output was great on this his year. Big money and also the leadership role that he invariably yeah. has at the Bulldogs, trying to push that joint forward. Look, no one at the Bulldogs is happy with anything at the Bulldogs this year. Yeah. Let's let's be let, let's not. We can't single out Adokar in that regard. Um, other players didn't perform either, but that issue. And there are a couple other things in the background as well that have happened they are unhappy about. Like what? I'm not going to – I might be able to talk about them at some other point. But there are other, other issues. Danny, can I ask you? So, so, he's, oh, so he's sick of listening? Yeah, yeah, no. He's no, because for, you, you're starting to dodge the questions. He's like a toddler on the mat. He can't start, sit still for starting, two minutes. That was the two dodge. minutes. Here we he's go. He's starting to dodge. Is, that, is it because – No comment. <laughs> <laughs> is it because no of his larger-than-life personality and these off-field things that he does? Because I've been watching Beckham – watched a couple episodes and like one thing that was clear was Sir Alex Ferguson didn't like him having a, a life or a profile outside of the team. And Josh Adokar, and I'm not, and not for one minute am I comparing him to David Beckham in any way, but he has a personality and he has some things off field, which makes him, well, it, it gives him that profile. It gives he just him started a, a, a podcast as well, yeah, which has Josh gone really Mansour, well. Which, Outrated which us. Well. Did it? Yeah. Knock That's it off, it. Fox. Well, yeah. <laughs> so what I'm asking you is, are there certain people that that doesn't work with? And is Gus one of those guys who just likes guys to come in, play footy, concentrate on their business and and produce? Whereas someone like a, I don't know, if he was to end up under someone like a Benji Marshall, who's far more understanding of and been through a player where he was probably the highest profile player in the game, who, ha who had a heap of off-field opportunities and promotion, promotional activities that he was doing. Is it a fact, is it a matter of that Josh Adokar's personality and ambition doesn't suit with where the Bulldogs are right well, now. By saying that, you're contradicting to what Gus actually did in trying to give him another off-field opportunity mm. and make him the, the face of Indigenous football. Yeah. I don't think that's the issue. Okay. But what I about the other stuff? It wasn't I do, I, look, ambassador in terms In terms of all of- um, Singing, you know, music clips and- But I, 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 think, I think they get that with, with the Fox. And I think that's- I think it's encouraged. I don't think that's the major issue. Okay. I think there are other issues that they, they're concerned about- I don't know which way it's going to go. At the moment, it appears that they're trying to work together. Whether that how it ends up, I don't know. Is that Gus calling you right now? You pick up. You get your microphone open no, on your phone. No, no, can't, no, no can't name it. No. Can't we name. should we should have a truce. Yeah, if if, so if your phone rings in the middle of this podcast, you should have to read out who rings you. Oh, how, really? It, Hang on. Someone a, rang you well, last week when we were talking truce. about it's not the really person. A truce, it's, that's the wrong word. No, we, should, totally wrong. we should have a pact here. Careful what you wish for. My feathered friend. <laughs> Why? He doesn't think about things he says. Last rang, week. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, that's okay. You can name him a week after now. Lee Hatchapentelis, as we were talking about him, <laughs> called him. And he went, oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. He like, had a crack at Lee on the weekend in your column. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Fantastic. So how's it going to end? Is is he going to run out with the number five on his back for in the in round one next season? Can't get. I can't. I can't tell you at this point. Um, I don't. Without they had that meeting, mm. and they're saying everything's on track. I wouldn't be so if if a club came to the Bulldogs mm. and said, 
you know, we're going to, we'll buy him out. I, they may consider it. But I, again, I I'm speaking. conversation. Without you knowing. You don't think it was? I'm, look, I'm on annual. I haven't made a lot of calls around it, but I reckon the conversation is let's, let's pretend there's a, we're one happy family. Let's have a nice conversation. But mate, just know that if you got something else out there, the door's okay. open. You reckon there's a wink and a, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Okay, now for our weekly segments um, and we dip into Tigerland. Here's Tiger Mick, uh, all thanks to Wes Ashfield. What's happening there? <laughs> What's that report called they're doing there? I don't know. The Chammy Report. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? We're talking about… Uh, Alex Twole. What oh, happened yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, what happened? Well, we know that he was given permission to look around. Yeah. He looked around. The dogs were one of the clubs. I think they were willing to go three years. No formal offers tabled. Manly looked at him. Or I think they were willing to offer him four years. But they both wanted the Tigers to chip in. Part of his salary. So next year he's on 525. And I think they wanted to pay around 400. They wouldn't have paid more than four of the clubs that were there. So the Tigers then had a meeting and decided, well, we don't want to chip in for him. He can stay and we'll extend his deal. Now it sounds as though the Tigers are you know, backflipped and they're, what the hell's going on at the club? But I, I made some calls to see what actually had transpired. And Alex Twal went to them, or his management went to them with a year to go on his, on his contract and said, we think. Alex is worth this much and we should get an extension. Now, the Tigers felt, well, we do have love for Alex and he's got a place at our club, but we don't think he's worth this much to us. So if you feel that you can get that elsewhere, go mm. out, have a look and let us know. Now, they weren't able to get the offers north of 500 and they went back to the Tigers and asked them to chip in to help him go somewhere else. And the Tigers said, well, no, not going to chip in, but we, what we will do is – what you're willing, what you're going to get elsewhere, will give you the ad extension, which it just hasn't got a five in front of it, from mm. what I'm led to believe. So he has got an extension at the club. It just wasn't at the price that they wanted originally, and I think that's well done to the Tigers because instead of ex accepting that deal, they said to Alex, "Well, mate, if you can, if you can get that elsewhere, let us know." Mm. But unfortunately for Alex, he wasn't able to, and I think I think in the end, the right things happen. Alex, well, I'd love to see him finish his career at the mm. Tigers. He's now a you're hero. you're a lot closer to the Tigers than I am. I, I thought he was going to the Bulldogs. I thought, I thought, in fact, that I thought he'd agreed to the Bulldogs. Yeah, I think it was very close. I think, I I think, think there were people at the Tiger. sorry, there were people at the Bulldogs who were under the impression that he was coming. And mm. when I made the calls, I said he was going to the Dogs. 24 hours earlier, that was the impression. Mm. Then there was that a was a strong impression. That was a, then there was a recruitment meeting. Said, we're not going to let him go. Which at the is Tigers. Dan, at the Tigers. And they decided, no, no, we'll keep him and we'll give him an extension. That was because they wouldn't chip in. That was the weekly segment, Talk of Tiger Town with Tiger Mick, thanks to Wes Ashfield. Hang on a second. What about him? Sponsored he, he, by, he was sponsored under by, the impression there was an agreement. How come he doesn't get a Sponsored by Lee Hatchman Tellus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm and Bryden's Lawyers. Is that what they're called? Bryden's? Yeah. Bryden's, yeah. Yeah, we'll go inside the kennel with Danny Wildler next week. Thanks to the Oasis well, we out had, there. Bill we, we had that whole segment just before. Didn't <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least I've got an actual proper third party with Bryden's Lawyers. You're just working for nine with Gus. That's internal payment. Hey, is Jerome Luai got a manager yet? Um, what's today? Yeah, he's probably a Twitter handle that. Yeah. Has should. Jerome got a, for all you journos to find out? Uh, it, there was a meeting on Friday with with Penrith, Ivan Cleary, um, had to go. Matt Cameron, yeah, I think it went well. I, th I think it was just an official. We, we reported a couple of months ago, or about six weeks ago, that they won't go past. Mm. Well, they're not in a position to go past eight hundred, and they can't get in a bidding war. So, if it's money, mm. that is his ambition, that is his driving force. Then go and have a look. So they had a meeting and said to him basically the same thing. This is where we're at cap-wise. If you if you get a manager you want to look around, ho hope you know the implications of what that means. You get a manager you're paying a certain percentage that you won't get a hold of. I don't think Jerome led one way or another that he, what he was going to do, if he was going to have a manager or not. But 
he's well aware and he's and is now triggered over October 15 was the date he can actually appoint a manager. There was mm. a three-month period there where he couldn't because he terminated his old management. With SFX. With SFX, yeah. with, with George Mimas there. And under that agreement, he had to wait three months before he gets another manager. So he now can get another manager. He hasn't done a deal with Penrith. November 1 is two weeks away. Mm-hmm. All the talk's been black money from the, from the start. Yeah, which is um, Latrell, Rick Wright. Uh, uh, Latrell's which, manager. Yeah. Jack Whiten's manager. Yeah. Cody's, Cody's manager. Yeah. yeah. But I think Bradman, Bradman Best, Bradman Best as is well. joining them as well. Yeah, so, quite a powerful group. It is it now, is. gents. Last but very much not least, take us back to social media. Oh, there. This is the tea, Sammy. Yes. Look, I've so never seen, a, have you ever seen him as happy? Rate the oh. journos. Oh, wait until he's. I've got to mug say, pops up. Oh, he won't be here. That won't, week. They, they won't put me up, mate. I'm yeah, well, that level. <laughs> hang on. You're yeah. definitely not, at that level. There's a top I'm ten not. journos, and there's only about. Ten rugby league journos. It's, it's not, we're talking about that. That'd be disrespectful to everyone. Okay. So they had Carianus up there, didn't they? He did well, very, very well. Kenny. He did well. He did very well. He's a highly respected I think individual. He did better than you, to be honest, Danny. Well, that's not hard. Is that surprising? <laughs> why, do, why, why do people hate you? I, look, <laughs> I want to be. I'm going to admit when I first got into this game, I did think you were a bit arrogant. <laughs> I, but I, I will. I will. I'll double down though, because well, no, I don't know how to say this to him. To be fair to him, I used to watch him as a kid on the footy show, interviewing people, uh, doing mundane stuff who I loved as a kid, as a Dragons fan. I thought, how cool is this job that he yeah. has? And he inspired me to get to where I am today. Wow. Well, I'll take that. Can you end it there? Is that enough? No, that, oh. that's true. Because well, I used was, to watch you think, how cool is this? I want to do this one day. Like it was that. about a three-year stretch there where I knew more about Anthony Mundine and Sonny Bill Williams than I reckon <laughs> Anthony Mundine and Sonny Bill Williams knew about themselves just by reading his article. Well, that's so right. He was like, the, that was the most fertile ground yeah, for this Yeah, I was like, how cool this guy's be able to yeah, develop a trust and relationship with these people to be able to tell their story the way he has. And it did. And it was an inspiration for me as a kid. No, I'm not pissing in your pocket. Now... There. <laughs> and then you said, then, then I got into the industry. And then you meet your heroes. Well, <laughs> I, then... didn't, I didn't really meet him. I was a bit shy. And I just, because he just kept to himself. And my impression was, oh, this guy thinks he's better than everyone. Yeah, no. It's because he's been but, up since 2 a.m. That's well, why. <laughs> <laughs> he can barely stay awake. He didn't want to talk to anyone. It, it took me a while to realize that this guy is actually, it's not out of arrogance. He actually is, a, is an introvert. Hmm. He keeps Correct. to himself. And it wasn't because I'm he shy, thought Jamie. he was better than everyone else. He, he, hmm. He's actually a different cat. Mm. And he's shy. I think you're misunderstood, Danny. <laughs> I think people think that because you're on, you know, you like you get your head in the shot and you're on, mm. yeah, two cameras. That it's all about you. And yeah. you know, but that's the impression you get watching it. Old two shot. Which Wildler. are a lot of the comments. <laughs> but it's, it's not the real Danny Widler. No, it's because he doesn't like doing stand ups. Because he hates talking to a camera down the barrel, well, I, which I, is I, a rather important part of being a television journalist. I do it. I, I do it if I have to. <laughs> yes. So. Oh, here we go. I, I thought I was tro- looking through some of the comments, and I think some of them are harsh. Some of them are harsh. Some of them are fair. What? So what is it? Is it's on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, you're going to give this Instagram and Facebook a lot of uh, listeners or viewers. Yeah, or, may as well. Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? It's a bit of a laugh. Biggest shit talking, troublemaking, <laughs> argumentative, know it all in the business. Wow. We haven't discovered a number so low to rate this piece so of out fermented of the toe jam. One out of ten. That's pretty good. Toe jam. Oh, wow. Fermented toe one jam. Out, <laughs> fermented. One out of ten. One being the lowest, not the Fletch. There's thing, a lot so of minuses one of in here. <laughs> well, I don't ten. even register. Yeah. Is there any good ones? No, actually. There are some ones on there go about with the bad. how actually impressive you were on James Graham's podcast. Oh, that's nice of mm-hmm. yeah. that, that person. Um, there was one here about yeah. I wouldn't trust. Angus from Belmore. The <laughs> 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 saying about, you know what doesn't get, like, get this criticism a lot. People mm. who bag us, they say, oh, this guy would never have laced on a boot before, Mm-mm. never listen to a word he says. Well, that's not the point. Mm. So. Well, have you laced the boot before? Have you played? I only played rugby. I played rugby at school. Oh, you tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I went to I went to 
Sydney High, which was in the GPS comp and okay. CHS comp. We didn't play league there. So. Surprised you didn't name sort up a stockbroker, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta play league. So I don't have respect for Danny because he didn't play league. I was in the a couple of years below uh, ScoMo, actually. Oh, were you? A couple of years yeah. below. Was he a Sharks fan? I don't remember, mate. Oddly enough. I didn't really know him. No. Did you play league? Played one season and worked out real quick. It wasn't the sport for a little skinny bloke <laughs> from the Northern Beaches. Yeah, yeah, I played from when I was four till 24. So wow. I did 21 seasons, yeah. Played a lot of touch footy, but it didn't. No, that doesn't, doesn't count. count. Oh, sorry for our touch footy. However, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> just I play touch footy now because look at me. But growing up in Western Sydney in the Parramatta district, when I, you know. Well, the top two in the uh, Dally M this year are touch players. Born and bred, yeah. Sean Johnson, yeah. Caelan Ponga, mm. yeah. You'd have them in your your team with Benji and and the co. But sorry, we did yes, you we move, Did you move like them? No, no. I didn't. No, I, I didn't. moved like them on the rugby league field, trying to move away. Yeah, from get people. out of the way. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> get out of the way. So, so this it, it's yeah, going through one to ten. Is it all the journos or? Uh, I think Who have they, they done so uh, far? Did you, did you comment on there? Not with my real account, with oh. some burner <laughs> accounts. The one I just read to you before was my burner account. Do you but, have a burner account? No. Mate, I, I Are you as, sure? As soon as footy season as ends, if he'd admit it, if he did. Well, as some soon as footy season ends, I delete them. the Twitter app or the X app. Yeah, you do. I'll give you that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I just No Twitter? No. Nah, I've got no interest. Nah. If, I, if I didn't work in this game, I wouldn't have. I, I don't use Instagram. I have one, which I used years ago, but it's private. I don't even post anymore. Mm. I'll Facebook, put one up on Saturday night about the uh, referendum, which I was disappointed about. But it's <laughs> You're the, that guy? Oh. That's the democratic processes thing. And geez, did I get hammered by some blue ticks with 100 followers. Really? Wow. I just don't get into that world. I just don't get into that world. So I don't think you do either. No, I do a little bit of family stuff on Instagram. Yeah, family stuff. Uh, yeah. I've got a nine account which I follow footballers on, but I don't. I'm That's not that interested. Account, yeah. I'm, I'm too old for that. I'm, so who's next? Look, so Carianis and Widler have been. I think the, the crawls. Paul Crawley. I think the moles. Them going through it here. Dean Ritchie. Yeah. So I think they've done four or five already. Rothfield's so. coming, isn't he? I imagine they're saving the big guns. I think you and you and oh, sorry, that went, you and Bars uh, will cop similar ratings. To be fair. To be fair, though, in terms of news breaking in this game, it's Buzz and Widler. Yeah, now, hang on. You're selling yourself no, short, no, no. mate. It's Buzz and Widler. He likes to feature and if, stuff. In, in terms of like features and columns, I think Andrew Webster's you know, first and then Daylight. This so is the most I humble think, I've ever heard him. This is not you. No, no. because you got to put on a facade. You know that. <laughs> Mon- you were with Monday for years. You were with Monday he's, for years. He's moving away from this into a more hosting role. Like yes. Is that fair, role. Adam, or not? What? What I just said. Buzz and Widler and then you got with, with, with the columns yep. and the, the insight and features. We've just been around a long one. time, mate. Yeah. Yep. Just been around for a long time. Yeah. People wouldn't understand. A lot of people wouldn't understand the actual depth of what you do. They just see your head. They think they like you. They don't like you. They, and they and that's it. their and, right. That's, that's their, their absolute right. right. And then I, I get shit canned everywhere for that. I and I, I still do it. You cop any in the street? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I go out to a pub, mm. it's either love or hate, you know. Not, no in between. People go up to you, take photos with you, and that I've been there. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk about that, Jamie. Why? It's embarrassing. Introvert. Introvert. <laughs> are, are you not taking photos of people? Are you like literally? Well, like I'm that? going up to people and saying, "Can I have your photo?" <laughs> <laughs> no, all interesting Do you stuff. Want a photo I'm, with me. I, I, I cannot wait. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to DM these people and go put Chamus into this and, and get him out there so we can talk about it next week. That's Footy Talk this week, gents. Have a great uh, rest of the week. Thank you, Adam. It was so good to have a professional host back. I'll be be in the uh, Central Coast. Are you brushing us? No, no. I'm going to have some time off this week. I'll be back next Monday. Excellent. Look forward to it. See you then. Cheers, everyone.